the long term markets, and when I say markets, I mean stocks, bonds, commodities, currencies, uh, they all move based on supply and demand in the long term. But in the short term, they can be influenced, influenced by uh, two big forces. And that is uh, central banks, right? And central banks in the West have the most power, you know, West being uh, United States, uh, European Union. Um, those are what we consider the West, Canada. Well, Canada's not really big, really the US and the Eurozone. <clears throat> so um, they have a big impact on markets, and I explained how. And then also OPEC, right? OPEC, think of them like um, Saudi Arabia, um, a lot of the Middle Eastern countries that have band together. Um, Nigeria is part of OPEC. You can Google it. You'll see everybody's part of the OPEC. But they're oil-rich countries that um, will get together. And it's called the, um, I forget the name, but it's a cartel, right? Think of, you know, you know how they have drug cartels? This is basically the oil cartel. And they basically get together and influence the price of oil and gas um, um, by having set production numbers, right? So if there's more oil, more oil produced, that's a downward price pressure on price because there'll be more supply for demand uh, and vice versa. And going back to central banks, central banks um, basically can influence the price of money, right? Or interest rates, right? If they, if they lower interest rates and or print money, um, then that causes more money to be in the system, which means money is cheaper, cheaper to borrow money. And vice versa, if they increase the interest rates, then, then they can take money out of the system different ways and make the price of money uh, more expensive. And so both of these countries uh, use these levers uh, to stimulate uh, economic um, stimulation in the area and to slow down um, economics in the area, right? Because if you, when people will be like, well, why would you ever want to slow it down? Well, if the economy gets too hot, you have, and this, let's, let's, let's speak about the different countries, right? So let's, let's speak about the Western world. In the Western world, if the economies get too hot and overheated, what they call it, interest rates get out of control um, because people are worried about inflation getting out of control, which means they, which means um, they don't want to get paid back in money that's worth less, right? When inflation gets out of control and you own dollars, then people who lend people money, they're like, man, when I get this money paid back, it's going to be paid back in money that's worth less. So I don't know if I really want to own um, these, these bonds or these loans, right? And so inflation is bad. The Google hyperinflation, you'll get a really good example of crazed when inflation gets way out of hand. And so, um, but the reverse is when inflation is getting out of control, um, people move to wanting to own commodities, which impacts oil, right? So oil countries uh, do well in, in higher inflation, right? And vice versa, whenever um, inflation is low, um, in general, the price of oil is low, which hurts the OPEC countries um, if they're not responsible financially, right? So it's kind of a yin and the yang. They go different ways. And so the OPEC countries don't want to overproduce oil because that takes the price of oil down, right? And you can think of oil like this, right? Whenever oil is low, we as Americans have more money in our pocket to spend on other things. But when the price of oil is high, whenever electricity costs more, gas costs more, 
right? That's less that we can spend on other things. So it's a transfer of wealth based on what's happening with interest rates and what's happening with oil. And so that's why as an investor, you want to pay attention to what Western central banks are doing, the, the Fed here in the U.S. and the Euro, uh, the Eurozone central bank, um, what they're doing. And you also want to pay attention to what OPEC is doing. And then you look at, you know, they don't, again, over the long term, it's market-based forces, which is basically going to be um, growth, right? Growth is, you know, are we growing faster, are we growing slow? Those are going to be, um, you know, the bigger impacts. Um, and so you pay attention to all that stuff to get an idea of how you uh, should be positioning long-term for your portfolio. Are we more likely to have high inflation or low inflation? Are we more likely to have high growth or low growth? And you use those determinations and analysis to position appropriately. Um, as always, I'm Philip Washington, Chief Investment Officer at Stonehill Wealth Management and Registered Investment Advisory Firm. This is for educational purposes and information. I need to be investment advice. You need to seek your own time for making investment to investing involved risk. No one guarantee that otherwise stated. Uh, make sure you do your homework, y'all.